Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is 5.30 a.m. This is April the 3rd on a beautiful Friday morning. To God be the glory. I am thankful to all that is tuning in this morning, to all that those will be coming in to listening today. God bless you. God bless your family. I'm thankful to the Lord that he blessed us to see another beautiful day. My name is Heavenly. For those who don't know me at the moment, I welcome you as a sister or brother in Christ that you are. I thank God for your soul today. And today I'm thankful for the word that God is going to deliver to us. I'm going to say a prayer. I pray in Jesus' name that everybody open up their minds and clear their minds of all things. Lord, help us to humble ourselves before you. I ask that you sustain us, dear Lord, that we're able to receive you in our spiritual heart, our spiritual mind, and our spiritual ear. Bless everyone here. Touch everyone around them as well, Lord. Let them have an overflow of your word today. Fill us up with your spirit by your spirit, dear Lord. I thank you for another beautiful, blessed morning to be in the presence of you, Father God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we must bless the Lord at all times. No matter what we're doing in our day, we must take the time out to pray first so God can prepare us to receive him as he has given us throughout, given himself to us throughout our day. So I just welcome everyone here. I am blessed to be here sharing the word of God today. This is about the Lord. This is about encouragement. And um, this is about being uplifted in Christ. Like I said, I enjoy spreading God's good news. I enjoy going to church, Bible study, Sunday school. But I haven't been able to get to Sunday school in a while before all this corona and quarantine thing been going on. But to God be the glory, I make it to Bible study and church and I love praising the Lord that is my life today and I pray in Jesus name that that becomes your life even stronger I pray in Jesus name that if that is your life that you continue to be blessed in the journey of Christ and if it isn't someone's life yet may the Lord begin to show you his life that you have in him so I thank God for you just receiving Christ the way you're receiving him growing in the things of God we are all growing in the things of God we're never going to get everything all the time that God is trying to show us but the goodness about the Lord he works with us he works in us he works through us so he raises us up as babies into full-grown women and men of God we're always going to be his children we're always going to be his babies we are his loved ones so no matter what we belong to the Lord. We are God's children, so we have to be represented as belonging to God. It's easy for somebody to say, "Oh, I, I know the Lord," but are your fruits showing that you are? Are your fruits showing that God lives in you? Are your fruits showing more than what you're saying, what you're putting on? So make sure that your words are lined up with your fruits. Your fruit is only one fruit, and that's the fruit of the Lord. So that has to be able to shine so bright in your light that people can see the God in you without you telling them the God is in you. Amen to that. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go on to talk about today is uh, strength for today. So I'm going to read. I told you, um, I think it was either yesterday yesterday. 
But last time I was up here in the last episode, I mentioned that I was going to be reading a chapter of the word today. So today I'm going to be reading Philippians uh, chapter 4 after I read um, some inspiration for us, okay? So I'm going to read this inspiration to inspire us, to prepare us to receive what God has for us in Philippians chapter 4. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for you. Look at you. You guys are beautiful. You guys are strong. My sisters, you know, my brothers in Christ, you are God-given souls. You are blessed. So whatever it is today, we're not going to let depression lord over our mind. But wherever you're staying at in your homes, you're being safe. We're going to turn our house out with the presence of the Lord in our house. So I just want you to understand that um, in doing this, we are showing God that um, we are showing God that um, we want to spend more time with him. And we are also showing God that we're making that time for him. So in your house, you can you can do so many things. You can meditate on the word. And since we're all going to be staying home, just playing it safe unless we really have to go outdoors. I mean, even if you go outdoors and walk around, that's cool. But going in society around people, we trust God enough to know we're going to respect the laws of the land that he has provided for us to respect and abide by too. So we're just trying to do the best we can. Um, we can't be completely germ-free, but it feels, I thank God for giving us the comfort of our home. I don't talk and dwell on the things of the world so much, but I do bring them up. And in bringing them up, it's always because we know that God is able. And bringing those things up shows a clear view that even though this is happening, God is in control. God said we don't need to focus on what's happening. He wants us to focus on him. We keep all our attention on the Lord. The Lord is in the battlefield fighting our battles. So we don't have to fight those battles. God is doing it for us. So he wants us to be encouraged. He wants us to um, be strengthened in his love and his word. And he wants our spirits to continue to get stronger. He wants our faith to build. So we can't build anything if we're focused on what's happening. It's good to be aware. It's good to know things, yes. But let's keep our focus on the word of God. And if anybody has anything they want to bring to the next episode, please leave a message. And if you need that message to be played on one of the episodes, I will be glad to post it and I will be glad to embrace it with you, embrace it with the Lord, know it comes from the Lord and the Lord himself. So please feel free to just be led by the Lord of the Spirit and please be free to just be able to express your God-given love with everyone in the world because there are going to be people we don't know up here listening. I'm not concerned of how many people will listen. I thank God for the listeners. So I know what God would do. God will send listeners this way because it's a word from them, for them, from the Lord. And every word that we're experiencing, every word that we receive from the Lord, however we get it, it's always, always only from the Lord. It comes from him by him. He uses our voice. He uses our hand. He uses our mind. He uses us to bring forth and deliver his word. In so many ways, some people praise the Lord by singing. Some people scream and shout by, you know, the highest, 
shout that they have in them. Some people clap in tune with Christ. So I thank God for how he's able to use us all. Listen, I love you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I have to continue to show and express love in Christ because someone needed to hear, I love you today. And I love you. You are a queen in Christ. You are a king in Christ. Don't feel anything less in Christ. You are special. You are you are unique. You are you. There is no gonna there's never gonna be no one like you. So allow God to do some beautiful things in your life so that you can become more beautiful in Him. So your confidence can always be mighty and, and high in Christ, but not mighty and high where you stuck up. No, put all that away. You don't need to be stuck up in Christ. There's no room for that. Christ is not stuck up himself. So what are you going to do being stuck up? You can't move for Christ like that. You got to be in the body of Christ to operate in Christ. If you are out of Christ, you're not operating in the body. You can't operate in Christ from the outside of the body of Christ. It has to be in the body of Christ. So I thank God for the platform that he has prepared for us and made the way for us to have eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. So this is an inspiration moving forward with the inspiring word of God for strength for today. Because don't we all need strength in each day? Yes, I need strength every day. I have to pray for it. Hallelujah. To God be the glory for strengthening me. I thank God for so much excitement that I have for Christ in my life. This is my life. Christ is my life. Christ can be your life too. Let Christ be your life. It's the happiest life you'll ever have. You may think that your life is happy. Um, <clears throat> you may think, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> you may think that life is happy without Jesus in it, but no, it's not. Jesus is our friend to the end, through all times. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to my soul. He is the best thing that ever happened to my life. So I pray in Jesus' name, too, that he be inspiring enough in your life for your life to continue to change in him, for him, through him, with him. He'll never leave your side. So um, it says, have you made God the cornerstone of your life? Or is he regulated to a few hours on Sunday morning? Have you genuinely allowed God to reign over every corner of your heart? Or have you attempted to place him in a spiritual compartment? The answer to those questions, no, the answer to these questions will determine the direction of your day and your life. Yes, it will. God loves you. In times of trouble, he will comfort you. In times of sorrow, he will dry your tears. When you are weak, God is as near as your next breath. He stands at the door of your heart and waits. Welcome him in and allow him to rule. And then accept the peace and the strength and the protection and the abundance that only God can give. In my weakness, I've learned, like Moses, to lean hard on God. The weaker I am, the harder I lean on him. The harder I lean, the stronger I discover him to be. The stronger I discover God discover God to be, the more resolute I am in this job he's given me to do. So yes, when I, you know, all my weaknesses, I've learned to lean on the Lord 
like Moses did. Moses completely leaned on the Lord for everything. And that will be in the book of Exodus when Moses had to do a lot of things that God had him to do a lot of work and a lot of tasks. But Moses was able to lean on him for the strength. So the more we lean on the Lord um, very hard, the stronger we get. So the harder we lean on the, the Lord, we'll discover our strength in him. The stronger that we discover God to be, the more resolute that he is in the job he's giving you to do. So God made it clear. He made it clear by inspiring us to view where we at in him. And with those questions, again, I repeat it. It says, um, have you made God the cornerstone of your life? This is viewing your life and where you stand on that with Christ. Is he your strength for the day? Is he your strength every day? Or is he just something for a few hours only on Sunday morning when you go to church? Oh, and, you know, praise the Lord. But when you get out of church, you don't talk about the Lord at all. So those are some things to really think on to see um, to determine the direction of your day and your life. You have to determine where your life at. Step back. Look at where your life is at. So you got to ask yourself, hey, am I, you know, standing on the Lord as I proclaim? Am I walking with Jesus? How do you know if you are living this life in Christ? You don't. The only way you know if you evaluate yourself. So with that being said, also, um, you got to know that you know who you belong to. You can't be saying I'm in Christ, but you at the club every weekend. It's not the fact that when you're in Christ, you can't have fun no more. It's the fact that when you are in Christ, you made a decision to um, give your life over to Christ. You made the ultimate change in Christ. So when you have decided to give your life in Christ, you have decided to give up all things in Christ. So, um, you know, your life is not your life anymore when you have turned it over to the Lord. So you got to review yourself today and just double check and make sure, just make sure that, hey, Lord, I need to know where I'm at in you. And ask God to reveal you because sometimes we do think that we are a certain place and God has to show us, like, no, you're way back here. You know where as where um, you are led to believe you are because there's no Christ in you. There's no God in you. So I just thank God for that inspiration to inspire us to review our walk and our journey and where we stand at with Christ. So um, I want you to meditate on that and really ask yourself, am I really in Christ or I'm just, you know, um, a baby in Christ? You can tell where you're at in Christ. Your mindset is changed. You're thinking every day, how are you living your life? Are you studying the Word of God? Are you pray? Are you praying? Are you meditating? Are you fasting? And somewhere in these episodes to come, we will be talking about how to learn how to fast in Christ. That's something you got to grow into. You just can't say, I'm going to take a fast. No, you have to ask God, pray, God, pray to God, and ask God to show you Lord, help me, because some things in your life, you're going to need to fast. That means you're going to have to get empty from the flesh and full of only God's spirit. And only God himself can show you. You want to make sure you're doing the right fast and for the right reasons. And when you're doing fast, 
when it's not an open fast and you're doing a solo fast, it's between you and God. Some things God don't need you to reveal. You know, um, sometimes we get excited when people know, you know, the goodness of the Lord. There's nothing wrong with that. It's going to be some things that God has to birth in you. He has to birth some things in us. And he rather for, you know, how you're pregnant and people don't know you're pregnant and you just try not to tell nobody, but when your belly begins to show, people start being like, well, oh my God, you're pregnant. So they're looking forward to seeing when the baby come out, how the baby look, who the baby look like. So it's when God births something in you in the spirit, it'll show when it's delivered, when it's delivered at a certain time and a point in time. And people will see and they will know. Okay, so um, I'm getting ready to go into Philippians chapter 4. If people that are on here, um, if you have a Bible, you can turn to Philippians chapter 4 and just move along, read along with me as I go into it. And if those who does not have a Bible, you can just tune in right here and listen to me, Heavenly. Um, read the word of God, okay? And this basically is about joy and giving. Um, think about pure and lovely things when you're, you know, when you're listening to this. This is about joy and giving ourselves to the Lord and how we are just giving our time in with God. And it's just going to give us a, um, it's going to give us a heart-filling love of the joy of giving in Christ. So I pray in Jesus' name right now that in receiving God's word, that we will walk through our day with the joy of the Lord. We are not going to sit around and mope and, and just because we're home more, we're not going to be aggravated. We're going to, and we're going to join in family time. We're not going to push our kids to the curb because they're too loud. Let them be loud. It's better that they be loud than quiet and sad and emotional. Let your kids be free to, to be able to have some type of excitement due to what's going on around the world. Love on them. Help them to give them the best love and care they need because some kids are not understanding what's happening. Being quarantined is a serious thing, so we have to console our kids in their heart. We have to be patient. We have to be loving parents, loving guardians. We have to just be loving sisters and brothers in Christ. And if you're not in Christ, be loving. Be loving, please. Be loving. Be kind. Be gentle. You don't need to scream and yell. This is not the time to scream and yell. If you're going to scream and yell, scream and yell and shout the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Scream it in the Lord's name. Don't scream it in vain. Well, you're hurting your family, okay? So, um, moving forward, chapter 4. This is coming from Philippians, the whole chapter 4, starting with verse 1. Okay. It says, Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Second verse, I beseech Eodius and beseech Sentichi that they be of the same same that they be of the same mind in the Lord. Verse three says, "And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labor with me in the gospel with 
employment also and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice in the Lord always. Verse 5, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Verse 6, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Okay, verses 7 says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Verse 8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Verse 9 says, Those things which ye have both learned, and received and heard and seen and me do and the God of peace shall be with you and verse 10 as it goes on Paul is grateful for the gifts so Paul continued to describe that um, how grateful he is you know about giving these gifts were given to him so he's grateful about them and verse 10 says but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last year care of me have flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. See, if we're not rejoicing in the Lord and we're not rejoicing with for the joy of giving, then how are we expecting to have that opportunity from the Lord to just enjoy what God gives us? We gotta be able to and we gotta be able to have joy in giving ourselves to the Lord to receive the blessings of the Lord. And verse 11 says, Not that I speak in respect of one, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, I am therewith to be content. Meaning be happy, whatever state of mind you're in. If you're not, if you're not well, it's okay. Meaning be content for where you at. Be happy, be joyous in the Lord at all times. The peace of knowing the joy of the Lord is with you. Verse 12 says, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened me. Verse 14 says, Notwithstanding ye have well done, that ye did communicate with my afflictions. Verse 15 says, Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me, as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. Verse 16 says, For even in Thessalonica, Thessalonica um, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. 
Verse 17 says, Not because I desired a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Verse 18 says, But I have all and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus, no, it's Epaphroditus, the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Yes, he will supply all our needs. Now, verse 20 says, Now unto God and our Father to be glory forever and ever. Amen. And it goes on where Paul has his final greetings. Um, verse 21 says, Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. Like I said, we must embrace one another as sisters and brothers in Christ. The brethren which are with me greet you. All the saints salute you chiefly. They that are of Caesar's household. Um, verse 23, that was coming from verse 22. Verse 23 says, The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Hallelujah. So, it basically tells you in so many ways that, you know, be grateful knowing that, okay, the joy of giving. God gives us his strength. He gives us his understanding. The joy that keeps on giving. The Lord is joy to give us so much insight, to give us so much impact that changes our lives. So let the Lord continue to work in us. And I thank you, Father God, for that word. It was awesome. And for those, let me break it down who might have not quite understood it. I'm going to just describe briefly a, um, a part. I'm going to describe it enough where you can be like, oh, okay. Because sometimes when I'm reading the word, I may not get it. So I want to make sure that we all get it, okay? I want to make sure no one's left out, no one's left behind. Like, I don't want to leave you and say, Dad, this was read. Because we have newcomers that comes in and listen that don't know the word of God and that needs to understand everything that God puts out there. And that's why I thank the Lord for using me to help bring understanding to his loved ones, his people. When I say loved ones, that he's talking about us. We are his loved ones. He loves us. We are his loved ones. We are his children. We are his babies. So he just wants to grow up in the spirit of the things of him following all his laws and commandments okay so basically it's like Paul was one of the apostles okay he um did not want the Philippians church of doctrine errors but they did have some relational problems these two women had been workers for Christ in the church their broken relationship was no small matter because many had become believers through their efforts it is, it is possible to believe in Christ, work hard for um, or committed in the same cause, but there's no excuse for remaining unreconciled. Do you need to be reconciled with someone today? Please fix it. Don't let it be like that. So, yeah, so a lot of things was not, um, some things was not reconciled as they needed to be. You know, the identity of this um, true yoke fellow 
remains a mystery now. It could be Ephrodotus, the barrier of this letter, or it could be a comrade of Paul in prison. You know Paul went to prison. So um, those who names that are written in the book of life are um, those who are marked for salvation through their faith in Christ. And, you know, um, those, those, they're seeing, they're, um, excuse me, (laughs) they're marked for their salvation in Christ. There's a book of life that God has you in. If you're in that book of life, then you're with the Lord. We don't know if we're in the book of life. We can believe by faith that we're in the book of life. So it seems strange that a man in prison would be telling a church to rejoice. I'm in prison, right? If you're in prison, you don't want to, you know why? We ain't thinking about telling nobody to rejoice. I'm in prison. Well, I look like I'm not rejoicing. But instead, instead of letting prison take over him, he decided to use his time in prison at the time to rejoice in the Lord. And he had encouraged others to do so. So that's pretty much, you know, and then Paul was full of joy because he knew that no matter what happened to him, that Jesus Christ is with him. You know, so basically, you know, ultimate joys come from dwelling and it comes from Christ dwelling within us. And when we allow Christ to dwell in us, um, knowing that the Lord is at hand and Christ, you know, the second coming will finally realize this ultimate joy. So that's basically what it's about, the joy of giving. When Christ is in us, we're able to enjoy the joy of giving all of ourselves to um, how Christ would want us to be. Like Paul, he was in prison and he had joy of rejoicing in the Lord because the Lord was in him. So when the Lord is in you, you can be joyful in any situation. You can be joyful in, in situations that most people would not be able to smile about because the joy in the Lord is in you. You can laugh, you can cry, you can smile knowing that the peace of the Lord is still in you. So I pray in Jesus' name that you have the understanding. And if you did not feel like you got the understanding of today's chapter reading, please leave a message. And if you have a question, I will be glad to ask the Lord how to bring it forth to an understanding place for you to receive it in your spiritual heart. So that is the end of the reading today for the chapter. I enjoy chapter reading. I really love to share because it's important for us to learn the word of God. And it, and I'm still learning. I haven't read every part of my Bible. I'm actually in the beginning. You know, I started from the beginning last year. And I'm just taking my time because I asked God to take me back to the beginning. Sometimes we need to go to the beginning to see how things happen in the middle towards the end. Because sometimes when you go back to the beginning, as it leads up to where you are at now... You can understand where it came from. It started here and it wound up becoming this and it landed this way. So that's why I asked God to take me to the beginning because I just wanted to know and understand the beginning to the end with Revelation that we're standing in today. But just because we're standing in Revelation today, we don't, doesn't mean that um, we're going to die in Revelation. Like we're going to pass away. But if we're right with the Lord, we don't have to worry about the wrath of God. We don't have to worry about the things that's going to come for evilness. If we're not evil, and if you are evil, Jesus, I pray to the Lord today that you make your life, give your soul back to Christ. Because the enemy only is going to kill you in the end. 
So please don't let the root of evil take over your life. If you have been battling with bad habits, give it to Christ today. I encourage you to let it go. It's not going to help you. It's not going to keep you. It's going to kill you. And you don't want to die twice of physical death and a spiritual death and be separated from God forever. So I just want to have a closing prayer before we go. Um, I really thank God for everyone who's listening today, who's listening later today, whenever God sends you forth. May you be blessed in all the things of the Lord. May your life turn around for greatness and greatness and greatness. I speak nothing but blessings that's coming your way. God has opened that door for which you have prayed about. And continue to trust him to receive your blessings as they already prepare for you. God is preparing you to receive those blessings he has stored away for you. He has gifts for everyone to use so you don't have to worry about trying to take my gift and I don't have to steal your gift. God has a blessing for all of us. So I thank God for your souls today. I thank God for your mindset today. And I thank God for you allowing yourself to move in the Lord. I thank God that you're trying your best to turn away from some things that's been so hard to let go. But as you keep going in Christ, they will leave you. You will surrender those things that you don't need in your life no more. Regardless of what those things be, whether it be person, whether it be habits, whatever it is, God will remove it out of the way so you can walk upright and holy before him, in him. Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name for every word that you have planted and settled down here today in our souls today, Lord. I thank you for every outpouring that you have poured into your loved one's heart today, Father God. We was tremendously blessed by your word. Your word is always a blessing to receive and hear, Lord, and being a doer of the word as well. So I ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that you walk with us through our day, dear Father God, and that you give us the strength that we need to proceed in you through this day. Let us take time to pray in our day, Lord. Let us do it, the things that we're supposed to do in our lives, Father God. Lord, believing by faith that you are right there with us all the way. So, Father God, I thank you for touching and anointing your people right now. I thank you for filling us up with the spirit of your word, Lord. And let us continue to encourage one another through you, through um, Christ, our Lord and Savior. I thank you for the blood of Jesus that's covered over our lives today, Lord. I bless your holy name throughout our day. Touch everyone, touch their families as well. In Jesus' name, keep our minds strong. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, my sisters and my brothers in Christ, as we go through our day, let us remember God is in control. God is first. And we will not be Lord over what's going on in the world. It will not Lord over our mind and take over our minds. In the name of Jesus. This is Heavenly again, and I look forward to coming back and to sharing the Lord's news with you, the good news of the Holy Spirit, the good news of the gospel. Enjoy your day. Be blessed. Be safe. God bless.